just to let you know, we might be using some of our grown-up words on this episode. So if you have any kids or co-workers around, you might want to think about putting them to bed a little early tonight. Wait. And this is Designated Parent. A podcast where we look at children's programming through the lens of adult beverages. Cheers. Cheers. I like these ones. They're nice. I like it. Little wine glasses. Mm-hmm. Here for it. So how you doing? I'm doing good. Yeah, it's been good. Yeah, it's been the first week of summer. It rained uh, every goddamn day. Yeah, our kids are like, <laughs> this is the worst. Summer is terrible. <laughs> Yeah, literally one of our kids was like, summer sucks. Like, yeah. And, and you know I'm the, like, it's been a day. You know what the forecast is supposed to be this week? Also rainy. Also rainy all week. Mm-hmm. So buckle the fuck up. Right, right. it rains. It rains, like, especially early summer Right, in find some indoor activities. Mm-hmm. Or learn to, like, enjoy the rain. Or develop a rich inner life. I right. don't care. You have many options. It's fine. Develop an online video game addiction probably is what we're gonna go i i am starting to assign like cleaning duties to everyone that they have to get done before they're allowed to just completely zone out into a screen mm-hmm. so we'll see how that goes it just means my kids are gonna be like whining over my conference calls I'm like i can't believe i have to make my bed this sucks i haven't even introduced that yet <laughs> just so you know that is coming you kind of kicked my toe I'm so sorry. It's okay. We have a, a toenail injury. We do. I lost. First, first day Adam wore sandals mm-hmm. in uh, 2021. And uh, I kicked a uh, corner of, I think, a dog cage mm-hmm, at my cousin's crate. house. Mm-hmm. And um, I took off, I'm going to say, 10% of my toenail. Right. It, it was an important 10%, though. Yeah, it's a sensitive 10%. So I think I'm going to keep the nail. I think it's going to be relatively okay. But, like... There's definitely some tender flesh exposed. You might want a Band-Aid and a closed-toed shoe. Yeah. I, for, uh, uh, no, actually, my plan yeah. right now is that I'm just going to wear open-toed shoes and not put anything around it. Mm, interesting. Because uh, I don't want anything touching. So I'm just going to hang out and let it flop in mm-hmm. the breeze, and hopefully that'll clear things up. But, you know, it's, um, you know, it is what it is. It's the price you pay for fabulousness with a good pair of open-toed <laughs> shoes. Yeah, sure. But uh, what else? We went on a date this week. We did. We went on like a real date. We got a babysitter. Yay, vaccinated babysitters. Yay, vaccinated babysitter. And, and um, uh, we came in way too late. And I was like, I'm so sorry. We she was just like, it's okay. But it was one of those things we did. We completely lost track of time. It was so delightful. It was fantastic. It was so nice to be out with like, we actually went on a double date. Yeah, with another no offense, couple. Like, we've talked a lot. I love you. Yeah. <laughs> But it's nice to mix it up. I don't doubt that we have had, I don't, I don't, I might hesitate at quality time, <laughs> but we have had quantity time. We have had quantity time. And within droves. that quantity, there has been enough quality that I think we're okay. Mm-hmm. So it'd be really great to get some other voices into our lives and to have some fun. Um, and so we did. Mm-hmm. And it was, as it's, you said, delightful. So good. So good. And, and then on Saturday, we got up real early, uh, which, like, I'm fine to get up early after I've had, like, five or six drinks. I'm typically fine. Adam is less fine. 
I'm not fine to get up early. So, oh, yeah. like, that's a handicap le- right there. Adam is less fine to get up early, like, totally sober. Uh, but, like, I gotta say, I have, I come from a long line of alcoholics. Like, yeah. I surprisingly handle things like a champ mm-hmm. for being, like, in general a cheap date. So, yeah, you get drunk fast, but you don't get messed up. <laughs> yeah, so, so... That's good. I so was it's a, perfect. I was a little messed up in the morning, but mm-hmm. uh, I had a couple cups of coffee and some bacon, and I was okay by... Like 10 o'clock. Right, so. so which was good because uh, we got up, we fed the kids a, a big breakfast, and us too. We, we yeah, all had a big, big breakfast, breakfast. and then we bacon. got in the car and drove uh, to Adam's family that yeah, we had, had a, little a outdoor reunion. Little outdoor, yeah. We, cute. We get together awesome. once a year in the summer. Once in the summer, once in the winter. Mm-hmm. I mean, Christmas-ish. Right. And uh, we kind of missed some spots with last year because, you know... Right, and not everybody made it this year, but it's okay. Yeah, we're, you know, it's okay. We we made an effort, and we were there. Like, I personally was there with mm-hmm. my family and my kids, and that's all that I care about. Like, right, right. We checked their boxes. I've got, like, one cousin that's in Afghanistan, and we're all just like, well, you know, so... Yeah, it happens. That's not gonna work out. Um, And they made some smoked meat. It was <sighs> so good. So good. Um, I travel just for the smoked meats. <laughs> Yeah, so they served us lunch, and then it was time for us to go, and it was almost dinner time. So I made myself a styrofoam cup. <laughs> she just went in and got a styrofoam cup. And I layered, like, brisket, and then, like, mac and cheese, and then pulled pork, and then I poured, like, hot wing sauce over all of it. She walked out, my cousins looked at her and go, this <laughs> this girl's living in, like, 2031. Like, I, I don't know what we're doing wrong with our lives, but that's brilliant. She's I was like, like, they were out of plates, and I have to, like... Travel in a car, so like, like this literally, like the best option. <laughs> everybody was just like mind blown. Like this girl is amazing, and I'm like married her for a reason. Yeah, but you know everything. Everything was there from uh, from lunch, so it's not like I yeah I uh, rooted around in anyone's kitchen and found. Well, and anything. also, they were like, um, "You guys are heading out." Yeah, well, I mean, before you guys go, why don't you go get a little bite mm-hmm. to eat for the road? Right, make yourself a sandwich, whatever. You yeah, know, like, before you get on the road, so that you don't have to stop on the way home. And I was like, "Yeah, I'm already tell. I've already told my kids to do that." But yes, thank you for the validation of my mm-hmm. my earlier hollerings. Right, so. and uh, most of my kids ate pepperoni rolls, <sighs> which is a West Virginia staple. It is a sweet. It is the food of sour, my people. Yes, the, it's a sweet sourdough roll. That sounds and weird, but it works. It, it, but it's sourdough, but it's like a sweet sourdough. Mm-hmm. And inside is uh, sticks of pepperoni. So you all get the so like truly perfect travel food. When I met my wife, she didn't understand that pepperoni came in a long tube. Like I mean, I did like academically, <laughs> but like she'd only ever seen it in the slices in the store. Mm-hmm. I was like, no, you got to get the long like sausage style. The sausage style, but then like. We would get the sausage style, but then we would still cut it into, like, coins. Like, I never cut it into, like, slivers. Yeah, so you French it, is Mm -hmm. if you're looking for a mental image. Right, like a French fry. It's about the size of a French fry. The skinny McDonald's French fries, not like the big old steak fries. Mm -hmm. And so you do that, and then you wrap it in um, the sourdough that my family has been cultivating for literally decades. Yeah. And you let that rise, and, and then you bake it, and it's, I mean, it's amazingly good. Like, it is delicious. But also super shelf-stable, super fine, like, just... Delicious at every temperature. Delicious warm, delicious cold, like... Yeah, they travel very well. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a great food. 
Rumor has them they used to like take them down in the mines, of course. That so. makes sense. Yeah, that it's makes a sense. Good mine food. Because mm-hmm. um, you don't need cutlery, you don't need anything else. Right. You just pull it out of your pocket. Yep. Shove they, it in your mouth. They're very pocket sized, so that's helpful. <laughs> Man pockets, not right. like lady. Not pockets. Not like lady pockets where you because yeah. that would be like two credit cards worth of food, it's and a, that's it's no. It's like a crouton. No, no, croutons no, are you. way too thick for lady pockets. What Ugh. are you thinking, Lisa? It's like a fruit roll-up, but you have to flatten it out and mm-hmm. cut half of it off and then slide it in. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's a that's lady pocket food. Ugh. Yes. Unacceptable. Fucking patriarchy. It's true. But yeah, I had some delicious uh, yeah. West Virginia food. Yeah. And then came home. Yeah. And then today was just a Sunday. We did some work. We started yelling at our kids to clean up because they're just... I mean, they're stuck in, in the house. all of 2020, the house has fallen into disarray, period. Yeah, and we then... have moments where <laughs> I go on the warpath and I'm like, clean up your fucking room. And then, like, <laughs> we go back. I did, uh, with our youngest, go through his clothes because he's like, there's not room for my clean clothes in my drawers. And I was like, that's because we haven't gotten rid of any clothes in, like, two years. Yeah, here's like, some size two T underwear. Right. Like we can. You were fully eight years old. I'm pretty sure this doesn't fit you. And if it does, like it might be cutting off circulation. I'm real sorry. You can't have kids anymore. Like yes. <laughs> it's entirely too small. Yes. So there you go. So we we clean that out, and I've been yelling at our daughter to clean her room. Our daughter, and I have to say this with love, is your child. Okay. Yes. <laughs> But she contains none of the people-pleasing tendencies that I had. That means she's my child. So I am naturally messy, but cared so deeply about what other people thought, I kept my room clean because I was like... People-pleasing. Because I was people-pleasing. She has none of that. And so like, she has all of my natural uh, tendencies of being messy with none of the, like, I care about what other people think. Mm Mm-hmm. I have to say, I was honestly not a clean kid, and mm-hmm. I kept a pretty messy do- dorm room. I have references I can provide. I cleaned two times a week. Yeah, but um, I really, like, she is a level or three above what I ever <laughs> let myself get to before I had to dig out, so. Did you ever see my dorm room uh, the, like, three months I didn't have a roommate? I was not allowed to, but no, there, there was, was there was that one open dorm. There was the one open house that I came over, and you were like frantically trying to hide bras. That's what I remember about that incident. And so I was you're like, like, oh, I, I should like hide those. And I was like, sorry, whatever. I wear whatever. them. It it's, happens. I mean, like it's weirder if you don't really. Yeah, but I remember one of our friends came over, and so I because um. Yeah, we had, like, open dorms, but I just had my door closed. And they're like, can we see your room? And I was like, sure. <laughs> and they were like, holy shit. <laughs> it was you just, live like, like this? an explosion. And I was like, I'm a busy lady. I don't have time for this, like, patriarchal bullshit. Cleaning my room. Like, also, males do not get judged this harshly about keeping an unclean room. They're like, oh, you know, boys will be boys. Like, yeah, I, like, I demand... <laughs> equality in equality slovenly in, yeah in slovenliness there you go so there you have it so but you know we're doing okay i think we'll settle into the summer here shortly mm-hmm. and then we'll have kind of a routine and some plans and just you know 
when it's storming every day for a week, like, I cannot help you be yeah, entertained. It does suck. I'm sorry. The worst case scenario is if the power goes out. But the best case scenario is if the power goes out. Because if the power goes out, I can't work either. Yes. So I yes. will just hang out with you guys, I guess. Mm-hmm. I think that's going to be our plan. Yeah, except I don't have vacation to take. So, like, I would have to drive my ass to work. Yeah, you would have to. But I could probably. <laughs> so it would be rough. Yeah, I'd be I'd like, be like, I'm here with my three children in tow. They're just gonna hang out in my office. Yeah, well, you would call me, and I'd be like, "All right, I gotta go home, guys," mm-hmm. and head home and pick up the kids and be like, hang "What out are you doing?" Kids. I'm taking half a sick day. Like right. that's what I'm doing. I don't get to play in those either. Like it's a family emergency. We're done. Mm-hmm. If you don't want it, don't give it to me. Don't at me. I've taken six days this year. I get twenty five days off right so i can take off on a whole month oh i'm so jealous i'm so awesome i'm so jealous i mean i eventually will get there but uh right now i earn as i go so yeah too... and i just started a new job so i don't have any real vacation okay. so next <laughs> summer we'll have some fun yeah maybe sure let's hope so but we also watched a movie we did watch a movie this is a important movie is it's, it? It's, it's thematically important. It is historically important. It um, is um, none of those things, really, actually. But Okay, so... What's your, uh, what's your experience with Sonic? Oh, I didn't play video games. True. Growing up, I tried to play the very first Mario, but we... My parents, inf- like, we had a turn-based system where I would die in the first, like, three minutes... Mm-hmm. And then, <laughs> and your brother would run the rest then, of the game. Yeah, and then my brother would play for three hours. So then I was like, "Fuck this!" Like, you need to get Mario three. I will find something else to do. Mario three, either you complete a level or die, and then the other person gets a turn. Right. That's how it works. Like it's just ping pong, mm-hmm. which I feel is probably related to that specific issue. Right. Now, Sonic was not multiplayer, as far as I can remember. It was just mm-hmm. a one-player game. I think we had Sonic, but, like, I didn't play it. I'm going to stop you and say, I don't think you did. Yeah? Because Sonic was on Sega was Genesis. Was a Sega Genesis machine. Right, which, um, as far as we I've talked to you... We had a Nintendo. You had a Nintendo. And then I think we had a... I don't know if we had a Sega Genesis machine, or... The fact that you call it's, it a Sega Genesis machine every time is... It's a machine. Is, it is? I mean, sure. A Nintendo machine and a Sega Genesis machine. I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> somehow you are, and I don't know how to explain. Yeah, I never played it. I think my brother uh, played it, but at a diff- at a friend's house. Yeah, so we were in Nintendo house, so the Sega stuff was at... Um, other houses right uh looking at you steven if you're out there listening you're not but um i remember going over there and playing that no wait steven had the turbo graphics 16 i don't remember who had this this i don't even know know what that is um it's a whole different thing yeah they Um, didn't make movies about uh they barely acknowledged its existence in any sort of thing that's really interesting bonk's adventure to be the kid who, like, chose the, like, quadrinary system. I mean, like, it was really good for the time, but the problem is it didn't have the marketing budget. So even though it was a superior system, it wasn't as... Nobody played it. There was right. a water cooler chatter, blah, blah, blah. Nobody bought the games for it, so therefore nobody 
built the games for it, so therefore it kind of It's a vicious died. cycle. So, but yeah, I, I remember who had the Sega, but I remember playing with those weird Batwing-shaped controllers. They had three buttons. When Nintendo only had two, that's how you know they were a superior system. No, that's not how that works. More buttons is better. Uh, it kind of is. I mean, if you're playing like Fighters, which actually ended up being on the Sega a lot because they had, you had like, instead of punch, punch, kick, you had punch, kick, lock. Did they do like the, um, what fighting games did Sega have? All of them. Uh, Street Fighter. Street Fighter. Um, they would get Virtua Fighter as a, a franchise later. So, I mean, they had a lot of fighting games. What was that one? Uh, Beast? Beastmaster? Beast Wars? No. Was the one it was a turn... fighting game, but it wasn't Mortal Kombat. And it wasn't... I mean, like, you had Mortal Kombat, Street, Street Fighter, Fighter, SNNK versus Marvel. SNNK was a whole different thing. I don't know. I don't know. There's a lot out there. Uh, Dead or Alive? Games. Oh, it was Dead or Alive. Yeah, I think they started out on Sega. Yeah. Um... So, yeah, there's a lot of fighting games out there. And they, I mean, like I said, you know, Nintendo Punch Kick, mm -hmm. they had Punch Kick Lock or Grapple. Or Punch Kick Jump or Punch Kick. Well, Jump whatever. was up. But yes, I mean, it was 2D, right? Sure. Anyway, so, but Sega to me, like, was always kind of the second run other system. Interesting. Interesting. Because, like, most of my friends had Nintendos. Even though you love fighter games so much. I, I mean, I don't. I don't know why. I, I play a few of them. Because they're fun. Yeah. But, like, the fighter games I play are typically... I mean, I did play Dead or Alive for a mm -hmm. little bit uh, early in our You marriage. did, and I remember being like, is there any way we can turn down the boob jiggle? And I was and like... And you were like, oh, I can tell it I'm 12. And I was like, I'm going to go throw up. Yeah, if you if you if your age settings determine the amount of boob jiggle. Yeah, and I was like, I'm surprised that I didn't take that disc and throw it at the fucking window. <laughs> Patriarchal bullshit. Because I asked me my age, and I just answered honestly, and I was like, "All right, you get jiggly boobs." I was like, "There's so much jiggly boobs." I well, and not that I'm not here for jiggly boobs, but I mean, but like as a fighting game, yeah, they're not integral to the part plot. No, not integral to the plot, and also like I'm gonna say inaccurate. Yeah, if you are a fighter with breasts. I feel like you would want those, like, supported, like, high and tight, out of the way. Tied of, down. Yeah, of stuff. Up. You don't want them to be, like, bouncing. Because you know what? Bouncing fucking hurts. I also feel like maybe... It's not comfortable. It could be strategic. Like, bouncing boobs distract the other side. Maybe. Okay. Maybe. 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 But I feel like you're making a big assumption on that, uh, your co-fighters, like... Orientation? Yeah, what they're into. Yeah, I, I they might not be boob people, and then like you just have all that chafing for no reason. That's fair. That's an unfortunate truth. None of that's related to the slightest <laughs> to the fact that Sonic the Hedgehog Sonic got a movie. Sonic the Hedgehog. So, did you hear the controversy about this movie? Uh, I know Sonic had teeth, and they made them redo it. Oh yeah, so the internet uh, rebelled at the original Sonic trailer. He had teeth. He like just looked wrong mm -hmm. and having seen the original trailer i can't confirm like he was frightening not that sonic himself is not super frightening but he's a little bit cuddlier in this version and a little closer to the original and he didn't designs. have teeth no teeth that's important and so 
Uh, it actually ended up delaying this whole movie's release. Yeah, like six months or a year. Like, yeah. it was a long time. It was rough. And then when it came out, the internet was like, oh my god, it's so much It's so much better. This is a great movie. And I was like, internet. Is it? This is not a great movie. Is it a great movie? This might have been a better movie than the hellscape you expected. Yeah. But it does not make it great. It passed a low fucking bar. <laughs> Um, as far as video game movies are concerned as well, that's not, there's not a lot of great video game movies that are out there. I can't think of any video game movies. Uh, the most mortal, recent Mortal Kombat, mm-hmm. um, was only slightly bad. Okay. It was, I would say, yeah, watchable. Wreck-It Ralph is a good movie. It is not actually based on a video game. It is no. a movie about video games. It's meta. That's, yeah, that's a different whole thing. Okay. Uh, the Mario Brothers movie is famously a fucking trailer. I have never seen that. Oh I did gosh, see the Mario Brothers that. Super Show. Also a fucking Which is, psychedelic. I'm going to say not great. It's, I mean, I feel like if we were drunk enough, it would be fantastic. Yeah, I feel like we might need, like, more than being drunk. <laughs> What we need for is it not to be fantastic for yeah. What we need is not legal in our state yet. Right, we're, right. We're working uh, on draft legislation. We'll see how it goes. I mean, I have a job that drug tests, so I don't. Unfortunately, <laughs> um, trying to think of other video game movies that are out there. I mean, there's like Doom. Doom got a movie. I feel like okay. Yeah. It was not great. Yeah, I don't... Sure. The Rock was in it, though. I do like The Rock. He brought all of his charisma and personality (laughs) to it. He did everything he could to make this movie not terrible, but... but... What are you gonna do, right? Um, I don't know. There's... I mean, video games as Resident Evil... Mm -hmm. Resident Evil has a very dedicated fan base. Was Resident Evil a movie before it was a video game? It or was, was a video, video game, game first. Before it was a movie. Yeah, and Mila Jolovich mm-hmm. um, is the star. Well, was the star. I think they've she's transitioned out of that and they've gone with a different plot line. Right. Just because you know she's now like the mom. Yeah, she's like fifty. So right. like you know right. she's washed she, up as right. A, right. She's she's the mom of desire object. The yeah the teenage protagonist now and not. I'm not really sure if she's even in them. Mm-hmm. Um. Let me see, Resident Evil got some, I mean, there's there's a few out there, but like, generally speaking. Video games for movies is a, is a rough jump. Mm-hmm, it is. Well, part Are there of any it, Final Fantasy movies? Spirits I feel Within. Like, I feel like that could be done well. Because uh, it's like crazy and weird think. and epic. And So, Sp- Final Fantasy Spirits Within is a uh, CG movie. Mm-hmm. That is been that's in the Final Fantasy era. I think there's maybe some other of that kind. I never watched them. I watched Spirits Within, and it was weird. Mm-hmm. It well, was Final super weird. weird, but it was but not weird. in like not in a consistent way. I mean, it was consistently weird. <laughs> okay, <laughs> but not but not in a way where like, like everything know. you loved about Final Fantasy isn't captured in this. Oh, movie. definitely not. Definitely yeah. not. It was uh, kind of a post-apocalyptic, which is part of the fan of fantasy like mythos. It's weird because it's kind of a fantasy world in the first couple ones, but as they fleshed it out, it turned out to be like a post-apocalyptic, like right. 
we discovered magic, then nuked the world, and then we started from scratch. Yeah. And so there's, like, remnants of... That's the part where science fiction always loses me. Where I'm like, nope, I'm done. I'm good. Like, I don't need to fantasize about terrible shit. Like, I can fantasize about great shit. Because I have terrible shit all the time in my life. Yeah, like, I've got games where I can play, like, I'm this star-faring race that gets to go out into the world and develop new civilizations. Right, right. Because I'm awesome. Right, if I'm going to fantasize, like, I want to fantasize up. Yeah, exactly. I don't want to fantasize, like, Mad Max Fury Road. I'm like, no, no thanks. No thanks. (laughs) Oh my gosh, so I don't know how we're dancing around... The fact that we watched a movie. We watched a movie! So, uh, this movie starts with the classic trope of Sonic running through a street and then, like, pausing and, like, record scratch is like, so this is me. Probably wondering how we got here. Well, let me back up and explain. Backs all the way up to him as a child. Yeah, like, which I feel is a little far, but here we are. He's on an island, and the island looks like Sonic Levels. Mm-hmm. Where like it's like foresty. There's cliffs that have the crosshatch pattern. Like remember, I don't remember if you remember the game, Mm-mm. but uh, all the like dirt on the side would have like light and dark checks, like almost like a chessboard um, pattern right. to them. So all the cliffs have that. Uh, there's loops. There's paths. And he's like, I was this like precocious little kid. And I had a super special power, and my guardian told me to keep it a secret. So, of course, fuck that. Right, I do what I want, bitch. Because I'm, like, child. And um, his guardian is, of course, an owl. I mean, you say of course, but I have, like, literally no knowledge of the Sonic universe, so sure. So, if you were ever in need of an anthropomorphic knowledge distribution engine in a video game always an owl it's almost always sometimes an owl sometimes it's a wizard sometimes it's a wizard dressed like an owl mm-hmm. uh zelda famously there was always an owl somewhere mm-hmm. like, and the owl tells you shit yeah he's like hey this is the next thing you need to do you should get on that right and you're like you're not the boss of me owl and then you never win where you spend like two hours running around in the woods and then you're like, oh, maybe I should listen to the fucking owl. And then you're like, done. Fine, owl, you win. Mm-hmm. So, um, but the owl is like, you can't be doing this. They're going to find you and then it's all going to be bullshit. Mm-hmm. And then as she's explaining this to him, they find him. And the big baddie is also an owl. Is it? I think so. I mean, they're just like hooded cloaked weirdos I like they were also owls maybe but there was also like a big bad owl no i mean the owl picks sonic up and tries to get him out of the scene and then takes an arrow to the knee right um, dies. that's a video game reference for you all you out there um and like doesn't die immediately but crashes and is like all right so here's this bag of rings just think about where you want to go throw the ring and you can go there i'm thinking about where i'm going to throw you where you're safe here's a list of other possible things to think about Go through the hoop, be safe, I'll handle these guys, shove Sonic through, and now he's an orphan. Right, and then also she immediately dies. She immediately dies. So, okay. Yes. So these rings. Mm-hmm. You collected rings, kind of like Mario collected coins, but it mm-hmm. would have been a little bit too on point, so you collect rings. Okay. Mm-hmm. And there's like five of them? 
Oh, gosh, no. No, there's zillions of them. Zillions of them. Why do you need so many rings? Because every time you die, you lost your rings. But if you had All a, of them or just one? All of them. Ooh. Uh, so they would splatter out across the scene, and then you'd have to pick them back up. And as long as you had enough rings that they could splatter, you didn't die when you got hurt. If you got hurt with no rings, you died, started you died. to be in the level, and let's do that again. Okay. But the rings are how you travel. So you have to, like, yeah. imagine a place Throw a ring. you've never been. Yeah? Like, Sonic, I assume, has just been hanging out on his planet. Yeah. In secret. The owl might have had not, some ideas. And has not traveled. Maybe. The multiverse. Yeah. But of all the places, the owl picks, like... A suburb of San Francisco? No, they're up in, like, Montana or Montana. Oregon. Montana? Or somewhere. Like, they're okay. way up the fuck there. Okay. They're in the Pacific Northwest somewhere. Uh, okay. Yeah. And so she drops him there. Montana-ish. Like you do. Mm-hmm. Maybe Washington. Washington. No, Montana. I don't know. It's like, so the Pacific, uh, Montana's not necessarily Pacific Northwest. No, right not now. at all. The, it's, it's like the little... Mid-North. It's inland quite a bit. Yeah. But it's somewhere with a lot of pine trees. Okay. I mean, that doesn't narrow it down, but sure. It's like west of the Rockies. That's really... Or in the Rockies. Or possibly... Montana's not in the Rockies. I fucking failed geography. (laughs) Montana's the state that's taken a big chunk out of Idaho, right? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I think so. Maybe it's I picture there. Montana more more you, in the middle. You've got like Washington, yeah. Oregon over on the left. Yes. Then you've got Idaho, skinny. Right. And then Montana like fits into the cutout, like the big bite that's out of Idaho. Okay, sure. Um, that's where Montana is. So like I don't know. It's where are up, the Dakotas? Uh east of Montana. East of Montana. I believe. Yeah. I don't know. Because the U.S. is big, and by the time we got to, like, the Northwest and the West, and, like, anything really past the Mississippi, I was like, the fuck? I've already memorized a million states. I'm done with this. Yeah, true. Anyway. Signed fourth grade me. So they're in the woods somewhere (laughs) in the mountainous woods, and um, they're just like, all right. Here you go. You're alone, a hedgehog, blue hedgehog with super speed. Right, just be devices. chill. Just be chill. And her last words to him, the owl's last words for him were, never stop running. Never stop running. Yeah, which, I mean, Sonic. I mean, but also, like, that's impossible. Unless you're a shark. Or an intergalactic, like, space hedgehog. Okay, but why did he stay in Montana? Why I mean, didn't he run... Like, up to Canada, like, around the Earth. Why didn't he just keep running around the Earth all the time? You don't know his life. He might bolt all over the place. Every day, But every day he runs around the Earth, and then he comes back to Montana. Sure. Okay. That's how he never gets older, because he always runs against the sun. He never experiences another day of age. A rolling stone never grows moss. Truth. And maybe it's relativistic, like, speed of light math. Maybe. Maybe he does backwards. Yeah. I mean, Einstein used to walk backwards with wristwatches on both ankles like, at the end of I his mean, life, trying to reverse time. He was very smart, but also... He went crazy. Maybe a little bit. So, we go to modern day. 
Modern day times. And we meet the board cop, who is uh, James Marsden. Okay. What did James do to end up playing second to anthropomorphized random creatures? But this is not the first nor the last no. incident. He's, I mean... This man was Cyclops. He was. He, he is still very attractive. Agreed. And in good shape. Agreed. Like, there's literally no reason. Ruggedly why, handsome. Yeah, why he has to be in all of these movies. But, like, truly, if you're like, oh, I have a weird bullshit movie where someone needs to appear alongside of a, like, kind of cute, anthropomorphized animal alien. I saw a photo montage. James is your man. I saw a photo montage of James Marston in a driver's seat next to a CG animal. And there were, like, eight frames <laughs> were they all different cg animals they were all different cg animals like it was just like really man really maybe he really wanted to star in a movie with like Catherine heigl and he like sold his soul to the devil and this only is his, thing that makes sense this is his penance only thing and you're like oh james that was so short-sighted like you yeah. you could do better she moved on fast yeah I and you, you are still here yes so, i like james if you're listening we we have real questions. Yeah. Also, he's a cop in this one, which he tends to be disproportionately law enforcement. Uh, but he kind of looks a little law enforcement-y, I will say I don't that. know if he's disproportionately law enforcement, but maybe. Maybe. Um. So he's he's a cop. He's stuck at a speed trap in the middle of fucking nowhere. Right. Just, you know, clocking people with his little radar. Only there are no people. Right, because he lives in a very small town. Yeah, and there so, are hundreds of people. <laughs> and there's a phone call. His radio buzzes, and the cop's like, "Hey, where are you?" And he's like, "I'm in Barbados, like just cruising on the beach." He's like, "Oh, really? Because you're not supposed to be there." He's like, "I'm at the speed trap. Where do you think I am?" Actually, calls it a speed trap, which is mm-hmm. probably not kosher. Yeah, not chill. Not and chill. The guy's on the other end's like, "Wow, how'd you get back here so fast?" And he's like, "Oh God, I work with idiots." That's a real <sighs> who. Yeah. I didn't have to look because I thought the guy that did the voice or the the guy in the voice of the radio mm-hmm. was Clawhauser from um, Zootopia. Okay. He's not. No. But apparently I'm really bad at detecting that. <laughs> You're not good with voices. I'm not. <laughs> but anyway, uh, but he clocks something that he can't really see going like 300 miles like an a hour zillion miles an hour and he couldn't even he's like is my radar broken like what the fuck hits it against the side of the thing and he was like huh uh and so he gets out to investigate and he finds a piece of quill like just one quill it's blue it's blue and it's kind of glowing yeah it's like bright blue yeah and he's like the fuck is this takes it with him says nothing yeah, wouldn't you go back to your officer, your superior, and be like, hey, I was, like, at the corner of Main and Fifth, and, you know, doing my thing, and I think... Something weird's going on. Something weird's going on, and I found, like, I, I clocked something going 300 miles an hour, and I found this. Like, have you ever seen anything like this? You've been in the area longer than me. This is where you tell me it's, like, a weird mm-hmm. animal that we only have here in Montana. Okay, so three points. Mm-hmm. First off... Um, James Marston's family has been law enforcement in this town, Green Hills, for three generations. Three generations. His father, 
his father his before him. Um, so when you're like, have you, uh, have your family ever seen anything? No, his family is that family. He's the ancestral family. I mean, but just find. because there's not everything is passed down, you know, right. like, and so occasionally you're like, Hey, have you ever seen this? And people are like, no, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. And they're like, oh yeah, there was that one time. Don't you remember back in like 42? Yeah. So second point, um, this is probably animal related and the dude is married to a vet. From, like... Truth. So, if I was curious about an animal artifact that I had, I was like, this seems to be some sort of animal material. Have right. you ever seen anything like seems this? Seems like a quill. I would ask her about it. He does not do so. Right. Three. There is a crazy man, Crazy Carl. Crazy Carl. Who claims to see a, quote, blue devil that is a super fast animal that is obviously blue... And here he is picking up a blue quill. And he was like, maybe I should talk to Crazy Carl. Maybe Crazy Carl's someone to talk to about this. Like, there's like a lot of off-roads for him to get answers. But no, he's just like, huh, weird day. <laughs> right. And he's just like, you know what? They don't pay me enough to investigate. So he drives off. And as he's driving off, there's another car coming the other way. And it's going to run over a turtle. But the turtle gets picked up by none other than... Somewhat more adult Sonic the Hedgehog. He's no longer a child. He's like teenish. Yeah, I mean maybe like twenties. He's definitely socially stunted and emotionally kind of. I mean, have you ever raised a stray cat? Like no. Yeah. So it's like an animal who hasn't been socialized. He has definitely not been socialized. There's going to be a whole montage of him um, not. Explaining how he's not socialized, but that's okay. But it is not okay. Right. Um, but Animals he, and people need socialization. But he saves the turtle, and then he's like, oh, buddy, what are you up to? Like, are you you almost got run over there. We, Hey, you want to have some fun? And he starts running the turtle around at like 300 miles an hour, which is... Oh, I mean, my gosh. Is the turtle's skin like flapping in the wind? Like, his, and eyes, his eyes get really are real bad, big. Mm-hmm. big, but he doesn't really have flappy skin because he's, you know, fucking turtle. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he finally, like, stops. He's like, wasn't that really fun? He puts the turtle down, and the turtle's, like, like shaking. Like, he <laughs> just got frightened to death. Which, first off, PSA. PSA? If you ever find a turtle, mm-hmm. um, don't move it. Unless it's in, like... I mean, I have moved a turtle who was gonna get run over. I was gonna say, unless he's in absolute physical peril, don't pick up a turtle. Because what will happen is a turtle has a very limited territory. Mm-hmm. And if he gets out of a territory, he knows. Um, or she knows. But uh, they know. That's good. Yes, they. Um, they will just walk in a circle until they find something they recognize. And if you move them too far, and I'm talking like 50 fucking feet, mm-hmm. they will never find their way home again. They will start to death and die. They won't eat any of the vegetation that's around? Not until they find out where they are. Really? All turtles? All species of turtles are like this? Um, most North American turtles. So okay. our listener population, except for that one dude that keeps turning in from Finland. Hi! Hi! Um, like, they, yeah. Most of you should this never really move a turtle. I have moved a turtle off the road. You're probably onto okay. literally, like, right next to the road. Uh, so... 
Yeah, you're Hopefully probably Hopefully it was okay. the right side of the road, though. <laughs> you know, honestly, like you said, in the middle of the road, it's kind of a crapshoot because right. you're either, you have like a 50-50 shot and there's no way you know. Right, what side they were going from. They were going from or to. I mean, like, you know what? I feel like turtles need to learn to range. Like. So turtles walk in circles, mostly. They just spiral out. Yeah, and then spiral back in. Interesting. And so if you interrupt that whole process, they get lost. Mm-hmm. And it's because they're stupid as fuck. <laughs> like, Are tortoises they... any smarter or no? Nope. <laughs> no, most turtles Aww. are just dumb as a fucking brick. Sorry. So they like one of the things is, though, if they do like find an area that they can't get out of, they're just like, I guess this is my home now. Right. And they just accept it. So and they start eating. Yeah. So that's why, like, there's, like, turtle rescues. Like, if people move turtles, they're like, oh, fuck, we got a turtle now. Like. It's ours. It's ours. We can never release it into the wild. <sighs> Crazy. What do you do? Crazy. Yeah, just, so don't fuck with turtles, people. Yeah, don't touch them. If you can help it. Again, if the turtle is in immediate physical peril, mm-hmm. do what you gotta do. It wasn't immediate, but I was like, truly the next person who drives down this road like, might not stop for this turtle. <laughs> so. Anyway, um, while he's doing it, though, I have to shout out to the soundtrack for the first time and not the last. Okay. Um, Don't Stop Me Now by Queen is playing. I will say I have a real beef with this soundtrack because, Mm. okay, in the, there are two different, maybe the same, I don't know, in the previews, (laughs) in the previews, there might be two different previews, there might be the same preview, I don't know, is Gangster Paradise. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, Blitzkrieg Bop. Neither one appear in this movie. Truth. And I was, I feel... Cheated? Cheated. I feel cheated. I came here for the Ramones. And or and Coolio. Did, and or Coolio, and they did not deliver. And or a Weird Al. <laughs> I mean, no, I didn't come here for Weird Al. I, I love you, Al, but like, no. I, I mean, how weird would it be to license Weird Al songs for a movie because you couldn't afford the rights to the actual song? I don't know that you can do that. I think he would probably be like, yeah, I can't. He's like, you know. should call the real people. Because yeah. I don't own Did Coolio song. say no? Like, I'm going to ask that question. Right, Did no. Coolio yeah, I don't, think, no? I don't think you can. Like, the songs that he writes himself mm-hmm. that are like, Everything not... you know is wrong. Right. Famously, this song is just six words long. <laughs> uh, that's uh, that's a spoof of "Got My Mindset on You." It is, it is. Uh, or "Dare to Be Stupid," which famously is in the Transformers movie. Yes, yes. And every time that one guy from Devo hears it, he's like, "Ah, oh, fuck! This is a great song, and I'm kind of mad I didn't write it." <laughs> Sorry. So Sorry. when is someone going to make the Dare to be Stupid, like, really sad, like, Ooh, piano version? Like, slow. Like, Mad World? Yes. I feel like... Like, that's my calling. I'm yeah, going to work on that. do it. Do Should it. Yeah, put it out into the universe. Two people will appreciate it, and you know what? I might get an at from Weird Al. <laughs> I don't think you will, but that's it. okay. So anyway, um, but Sonic starts giving the perspective of the world from his view, mm-hmm. uh, and he's got names for all the characters in that we've met so far. Um, Tom is the police officer, but he calls him Donut, Donut Lord. Donut Lord, because he either talks to donuts or if they don't behave, 
consumes them. Which, like, truly terrifying. And I'm here for the Donut Lord moniker. Like... I want to be Donut Lord. Tom, Tom really pushes uh, back against it, but I would be like, fuck yes, I'm Donut Lord. Yep. And and you will refer to me as such. Like, where's my cape? I'm like, carrying my bags and shit. He has a best friend who is Ozzy, who mm-hmm. is uh, a dog. He actually gets Ozzy. A right, golden retriever. Yep. And then his um, companion is Pretzel Lady. Pretzel Lady. Who apparently is uh, doing a lot of yoga. Mm-hmm. And um, so his impression is that she was born without bones. That's why he calls her Pretzel Lady. I mean, go for it. Sure. I would only be called Pretzel Lady because I'm like, oh, I brought soft pretzels. Or hard pretzels. <laughs> or those or like pretzel crumbles with the like injected peanut butter in the like... Oh, no, those aren't pretzel crumbles. Those are, like, pretzel nuggets. Pretzel nuggets, right. The pretzel crumbles are like, hey, we swept the floor of the pretzel factory and was like, oh, shit, no one's going to buy these. How about we cover them in, like, honey, mustard, and onion? Fuck yeah. Yes, I mean, the fuck And they are great. Um, Snyder's Snyder's of Hanover, if you want to sponsor this podcast, I will take... All of your pretzel bites. And the next five episodes will be nothing but us crunching into a microphone. <laughs> For all of your ASMR needs. I don't know that anybody needs that. Some people do. I don't judge. I don't kink shame. I mean, I, it's not even a kink sometimes. Sometimes it's like relaxing. How I don't the know. fuck is listening to someone crunch pretzels relaxing? I don't know. The fact that like you chew... Like, you're chewing on fucking drywall screws, and the fact that, like, we're not divorced is amazing, but some people really like it. (laughs) Yeah, there's that. I don't chew that bad, do I? (laughs) The face she's making right now is like... I am like the straight teeth emoji. With, like, all my teeth, like... Yeah, wow, that's gonna come up with counseling later. I mean, I don't know, maybe you need some, like, dental work to, like, realign your jaw. I don't know. I mean... I don't know how your teeth haven't fallen out of your mouth. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> I don't think it's... I'm gonna be self-conscious about chewing for the Sorry. next six months. Sorry! Sorry about the self-conscious chewing, but, like, how do you still have teeth? I don't know. <laughs> I don't... How the fuck do I chew weird? I don't understand what just happened. It's okay, baby. I love you. I'm gonna need more, more. And and your weird chewing. It's fine. Mm-hmm. So, um, anyway. I can't believe we're still talking about a movie. We are, like... <laughs> see, I took six pages of notes and we're halfway through the okay, first page. Sorry, we have to focus. Do we? Sure. We're a conversational podcast, Lisa. We're a conversational people, podcast. People tune in for the bullshit. <laughs> I sure hope so, because they're getting plenty of it in this episode. Yeah. So anyway, so we jump into kind of like the story of what's happening with the humans. And um, Tom, our cop friend, is going home and there's a letter waiting for him that his veterinarian wife gives Mm -hmm. him. And she's like, hey, open it. She's like, this seems really... I wanted to wait for you. I wanted to wait for you. Which is true. Like, I don't open your mail. No. Uh, Even if it's like, oh, you get like 20 HelloFresh meals. <laughs> I do like, okay, so like there's like the retirement plan, the credit card. Like I open that mail. All the bank statements. I, I deal with what we affectionately call the financial bullshit. Right, I make money. Business. Adam does everything else. It's the detente we have. I'm cool with it. Same. Just for the record. I, Same. I would 
gladly make money over doing all of the bullshit. <laughs> I have a number of monies you need to make where I take over 100% of the bullshits. <laughs> And I will be glad for that day. Okay. Just so you know. Someday. Someday yeah. soon. Someday. Nah, I won't say Probably soon. Probably not soon. I won't say soon. But anyway, uh, it's, he opens it up and it's an acceptance letter from the San Francisco Police Department saying, hey, listen, pending like a background check and right. like, some Drug other tests, bullshit, some other like, stuff. you have a position in San Francisco. Congratulations. If you want Congrats. Like, get on down here. And I'm like, first off, I don't think any police department is that choosy. Like, really. I mean, like, maybe they are. Mm, I don't know. I've never tried to be the police. I will say the people that I know that have successfully become police officers, I'm like. Mm. It's a real mixed bag. Like, I have, I know uh, people who are, like, very, very capable uh, and amazing. And, like, this was their calling and what they wanted to do to help their community. Right. And, like, they could have been anything, but they chose to be police people sure sure i also know people that i'm like mm, yeah i guess yeah and i was like i guess sure yeah i mean good luck mm-hmm. i'm gonna get some ads on that but like honestly it's a mixed bag but yeah it, it is a mixed bag now i do assume san francisco police is probably a little choosier than like podunk mm-hmm. middle of nowhere police but like still i mean but do you know how to deal with wildlife like that's not a skill set that's going to be super useful in San Francisco. I feel like it transfers well. Like, wildlife and, like, very wow. drunk or high people are the same. You're like, we wow. we got to make sure that they're safe mm-hmm. and that I don't hurt them. And that they don't hurt civilization. And that they don't hurt other, yeah, and they don't hurt people. I guess. You know, but in a way that, like, truly, if I kill this bear, my life is over. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like... I gotta say, bears are probably, like, it's probably more of a big deal if you kill a bear. I mean, are we talking about Oregon or are we talking about San Francisco? Because these are totally <laughs> different considerations. Yes, yes. But still. Uh, but his his wife, the vet, she pulls out a cake and opens it up to celebrate and it says, basically, like... Fuck them. <laughs> Fuck you, San Francisco. You're not worthy of my husband. And he's like... But there's cake. Uh, but there's cake. And she's like, oh, sorry, wrong cake. Pushes it aside, opens the other cake that says, congratulations, honey, I never doubted you. And he's, and he's like, like, oh, really? You never doubted me? And she's like, I like fucking cake. Fuck Which, you. like, truly, I also like cake. So, like, I get that. You, I I would order two cakes. <laughs> you ordered a cake that said, you're dead to us. Which I think is the favorite thing you Did put on I a cake. Did I order a cake that said, you're dead yeah, to us? Yeah, somebody left and it was their last day and you ordered a cake that said... <laughs> I remember the photos of this and I was just like, God, I love this woman. You're, you're dead to us. And I was like, but seriously. <laughs> <laughs> they told me I had to get a cake. They didn't tell me what to put on it. Right. HR should have been more specific. Anyway, um, so, you know, he's kind of torn. He's like, okay, cool. So I'm going to go do this thing I've always wanted to do, that I applied to do, that I want to do, that I set my goal for. And she's like, yeah, but like your family's been here for like three generations. He's like, eh, I feel like now is not the time to stagnant. have this conversation. I mean, I assume this was a long process. Like, this, right. this is a weird time to bring this up. Like, hey, you've been interviewing for this job. 
and this is what you've been going towards, but, like, maybe you want to reconsider. Well, and also I feel like this might be her backdoor way to saying, like, hey, listen, I've got, like, a thriving veterinary thing here. Right. I make more than you. I will always make more than you. And therefore, like, my opinion counts. Or, like, I make more than you here. Uh, because I'm, like, birthing calves and, like, helping goats and, like, maintaining right. farms. Right, if, if she's a fucking large animal veterinarian... I'm gonna have no fucking life in San Francisco. Right, I'm gonna be I'm dealing gonna with, like, like cats and, I'm like, gonna, tiny purse dogs. I'm gonna, like, cutting nails for Pomeranians, which is not nearly as lucrative. No. So, like, maybe she needs to say her piece, like... But I feel like that piece should have come up when he was like, Agreed. hey, I think I'm going to apply for this job. And she needed to be like, oh, fuck, no. Right. You're my partner and I have some issues. Mm-hmm. Good communication would have been important here. But yes. also, I think she's honestly, I do get the feeling that she's kind of neutral on it. But she's like feeling him out mm-hmm. to make sure he's OK. Right. Or maybe she's or like, not you know what? Away. I'm great. I will succeed anywhere. And but she I, will. And she will. Uh, but I want to make sure it's somewhere that you feel, like, appreciated and supported and, like, whatever bullshit you need in your career to if, make you feel whole. If you're doing this to make me love you more, understand that's not possible. It's unnecessary. It's unnecessary. I love you where you are. I, I feel complete and whole here. We have a life. Mm-hmm. We don't need to go to the next great thing to, for me to think, like, you're not a failure. Like... And that's going to be a thing, actually, like of him kind of coming to terms with like he is important where he is. And I feel like she might be trying to draw that out. Right. But not but aggressively. Like in a very chill way. Like in a supportive way to be in like, a, listen. In a way chiller way than I would be. Yeah. <laughs> I, got, I gotta say, she is entirely so supportive. She's the trope of like everyone's wife where you're like, oh, you have you have this baby that I didn't know about? That's amazing you have another son. I'm so excited. See, also like, elf. See elf. Or like, yeah, just like the the trope of the completely supportive uh, mm. wife slash girlfriend slash fiance, whatever. Right. But he decides he is actually, in fact, going to go and do this. So he starts practicing a speech of resignation, but he practices it to a donut. Like, a perched donut? on his hood. Okay whatever and he's like i just got to do that for real cut scene bring it back up there's kids playing baseball mm-hmm. and none of these kids have any relation to anybody in the movie but like sonic is watching them again creeper style yes and he's like i wish i could be a part of this like i wish i could be part of like the humans now part of your world kind of like i want to be where the people are right isn't it neat i want to see i want to see them dancing right walking around on those what you call them feet yes anyway and he's like kind of playing he's kind of has a baseball game in his head where he plays all the positions but also because he's sonic he can throw a baseball and run to home plate and have changed his hat and picked up a bat and like why is the hat changing necessary? Uh, so you understand as a viewer that it is a different character on a different team. Sure. So there you go. Sure. It's not necessary. None <laughs> of this is fucking necessary. This whole fucking movie. It's a movie about Sonic the fucking Hedgehog. None What's of necessary? it is necessary. It's true. Necessary has left the building a long, long time ago. Mm-hmm. Here we are. So 
uh, he does this whole thing where he's watching a baseball game and playing a baseball game, and he gets really pissed off about the whole, like, having about to be... About baseball? A... Well, no, about having to be, like, not part of this community and not, like, kind of hiding and, like, away Why from... Why did the... he have to hide? Because the last time he didn't hide, people killed his owl mom person. Right, his owl mom. So, so now he's in a place, but, like, his owl mom specifically was, like, never stop running around but he did but he did for like 25 years yeah un- unclear maybe like two years i chuck things fast i don't know i don't know anyway so he runs around the bases at the end of this and is like really moody but the faster he runs like the more he glows until he finally like pops and it's a whole EMP, like, turns out the power for so the entire he Western Seaboard. So has, Seaport. like, weird electrical Energy. zappy powers? Sure. Sure. Which is not something he had in the video game. In the video game, he could run fast and collect his rings, and that's all. Yeah, pretty much. He didn't, like, have a... He couldn't turn the lights out on the yeah, whole console. He no. wasn't, like, you know, Palpatine. <laughs> no, he didn't shoot With force his, like, bolts. Force lightning. No, but no. here he's very force lightning y. He is indeed. Um, but like he turns out the lights for the whole area, and the co cop of our friend Tom calls mm-hmm. him is like, What the fuck did I do? Like there's a power outage. I'm like, Does this happen every fucking time the lights go out? Like that he freaks out. Maybe. And Tom's like, just like get a generator for the grocery store so we don't lose groceries. Like, just kind of field the calls and be like, yeah, we're working on it. Like, sorry about right. your luck. Yes, yes, the lights are out. You know, like, yes, we know. Mm-hmm. We'll get there. And as Tom's like talking to his buddy, he walks around his house and he finds the quill that was just a blue quill, but now it's glowing. Now it's glowing. Okay, so like, even though the quill was separated from Sonic's body. Mm-hmm. It still has some, like, electromagnetic fucking nonsense Yeah. to connect Sonic's body to all the parts that were ever part of his body. I'll, I'll refer to the great James Ram, Rami, uh, the great Rami, uh-huh. uh, who referred to such phenomena as woo. Yes. Like it, is, it is some woo. It is some woo. How it does is, it work? I'm gonna who say, the fuck knows? I'm going to say it has to be like woo-woo. It's <laughs> like, woo-woo. There's like, so there's two woos involved. Yeah, it's, it's woo squared. Yes. Anyway. Um, and after he finds the quill, we immediately cut to a meeting of like the joint fucking chiefs of staff discussing what's going on. In like all of America? Yeah, I don't know. It's a bunch of people with a lot of brass on their shoulders. So did the power that went out wasn't just like... In this little town in Montana, it was like Montana, Idaho. Like, yeah, like it was a regional outage. Like the what? It was like when that whole grid went out in like 2003, 2003. and it took it out like <laughs> New York, Pennsylvania, most of Ohio, and like not any of Ohio. Ohio was fine. It was Cleveland. Cleveland went <laughs> Cleveland. out, but it also took out like um like Quebec, like. Yes. Across the river, or North. across the lakes in, in Canada. Mm-hmm. And, like, yeah, I was in New York City when that fucking happened. It was a whole fucking deal. It was fine. It was, it actually turned out really well. It turned yeah, into it a was... giant block party, and everybody was, like, super cool about it. Actually, it was, it was great. I saw 
cop take a hot dog like this dude like just had a grill he's like hey you want a hot dog and the cop took it and then the guy the other guy handed him a beer and he's like yeah i, I can't no. with the beer like, hot, okay, dogs we'll have cool. the hot dog hot dogs are cool beers are over the line cool, i'm gonna drink your beer thank you sir <laughs> but everybody got a good chuckle out of the situation and like everybody just kept going and then i got the fuck out of brooklyn well, but you also, like, drove, like, way, way upstate. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't way, way upstate. It was, like, the skills. Like, the cat skills. Right. So, like, that's where I was, like... Enough upstate that, like, there was, are trees. Yeah, there's trees and, like, like rustic um, stone fence lines and, like, camps. And there's lots of stone fence lines. Because, like, that's you, what you, do you, you till an area to make a house and you're like, oh, fuck, I find all these stones. You're like, make a fence out of it. Yeah. Like, every time you, like, plow your field, another stone comes out. Just, like, put it over put on, the, on fence. the fence. It's, it's like the stone garden. Yeah, it is. But um, but we were up there and it was still fucking dark. It was awesome. And, like, all of our camp kids were freaking the hell out because they were, like... <laughs> they, like, never seen stars. Well, they were from the Bronx. They're losing like, they their cons- goddamn minds. They consider the brambles at Central Park to be, like, pretty rustic. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> fuck. I, it's real interesting. It's real interesting. Yeah. But anyway, so there's a whole military meeting to figure out what the hell just happened in the northern quarter of the United States. Mm-hmm. And they're like, well, it wasn't a bomb. We don't think it was an EMP. We don't know what it was. We don't think it was natural, but we don't think it was artificial either. Right. And it couldn't just be like terrible planning and like our grid's not meant for this many people. I mean, reasonably, it, I mean, Root cause analysis of the whole, like, New York situation was a tree in Cleveland. Right. So... And there are too many damn people. <laughs> yeah. Like, we're hanging by a fucking thread, and it just turns out that, well, that yeah. thread snapped. This thread so... was a tree in Cleveland. Like, it is like a cow, you know, knocking but... over a lantern when you're like, oh, we made our whole city of Tinder uh, on a grid. Yeah, it turns out, like, really narrow roadways, like, not accurate that adequate uh like water supplies and ventilation and, and like let's just make everything out of wood you made your fucking sidewalks out of wood i, mean, I say you because you're from chicago and this is obviously you, your fault what else are you supposed to make sidewalks out of fucking concrete that was not invented yet it was romans had concrete but it was pricey there we are it was yeah not cost competitive i feel like maybe there was a mob boss that had a like Ooh, wood con- wooden side work law company if, and he owned like only, three aldermen and there it was if only the mob bosses had concrete mm-hmm. the chicago fire probably would have never happened alternate histories at 11 but i gotta say you did get a good cd out of it right i don't i don't like that it burned down so many times but when you go to cities that have never burnt down you're like the fuck is this <laughs> the streets are like spaghetti like, look at you boston oh god boston i love you so much but truly like you did not have the opportunity to burn to the ground and start over none of your intersections are 90 degrees none literally none. it's just like a horse went this way one time and we decided to make this a road and you're like for reals yo like this, this- horse just really liked to turn left and and therefore, here we are. This is a stream. It's not a stream. I mean, there's a stream under the street. There used to be. Is one. there? No, it <laughs> used to be here, but we rerouted it. Like it's now drinking water for like that. Right, right. I did love my very. I uh, have been to Boston a few times, and my very favorite time <laughs> was when one 
uh, person drove us around and was like, hey, that used to be uh, such and such person's house, but now it's the Dunkin' Donuts. And we're like, really? And he was like, fuck no. <laughs> and it was great. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so the Joint Chiefs of Staff, which is where this went off the rails, mm-hmm. um, are like, well, we need to bring in a guy that knows about this shit. He's weird, but like he's really a super very smart. Very mustache twirly. And it's Doctor Robotnik. Bo- Doctor Robotnik, played by Jim Carrey. Listen, I don't know where the fuck we've been keeping Jim Carrey for the last decade, guys. But like, whoo! Yes, just I I feel that way. I feel that way. So I first started watching Jim Carrey in in Living Color. Which, yeah. like, I 100% was not supposed to watch. <laughs> right, but he was, like... <laughs> but I watched anyway. The and token he white would, dude in living color. he fucking killed it. Yeah, he, he earned his spot it. every fucking week. Right. Uh, yeah. And, and then he, like, did The Mask and Ace Ventura. I do like The Mask. I love Ace Ventura. I did not love Ace Ventura. Have you seen the second one? Uh, when no. nature calls, I, th- I think our kids have watched like Ace Ventura Junior, and I was like, "The fuck are you watching? Like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> why? Did, why did this show up on here? Like things you can watch? No, yikes, <laughs> yikes! But no, Ace Ventura and Ace Ventura when nature calls. Uh I that's think, fantastic. I think I've seen both of them, and I was just like, meh about them. Dumb and Dumber. Dumb and Dumber, I loved. That's a fantastic <laughs> film. But I think I loved it equally uh, for Jeffrey Daniels. Oh, yeah. Well, totally. Like. But also, like, Eternal Sunshine and Spotless Mind. Yes. No. And then there was that whole time where uh, he, he was, was like, I he he did the Will Smith thing where he was like, I'm going to try to become a serious actor and like. Pursue an Oscar. Pursue an Oscar. And I was like, Jim Carrey, you're wasting your gifts. <laughs> Come back and be funny. I feel the same way about Tom Hanks. Like, to Tom Hanks' face, I'll be like, I mean, you're fine. As a dramatic actor. the drama. But, like, bring me back, like, Joe versus the Volcano. Or Big. Or Big. Or Buzz and Buddies. (laughs) Oh, gosh, Buzz and Truly. Oh, that's so problematic. So problematic. (laughs) But but that energy. That energy yes. in a in a much less problematic way would be great. Right. So um, they decide to release Robotnik, who is Jim Carrey, into the scene, mm-hmm. who in the next scene shows up at the baseball diamond where there's a military presence now. And he's like, hey, who's in charge here? And the guy in charge is like, it's me. It's I'm me. major. He's I'm like, no, charge. no, no. I'm in charge. I'm Dr. Robotnik. I'm in charge. Who's in charge here? I'm in charge. And like just talks over him. Like truly the worst. It's like the worst. I would feel so much better if he was a lady. Who? Robotnik? Yeah. I mean, that's not canon. I don't. There's so much in this movie that's not canon. There's some problem. So one of the things about Robotnik is he's iconically has a weird mustache and baldness. So, like, the woman gender on that, like, while I understand it would be very... Um, Fun. Progressive. Fun. Fun is the word you're looking for. It would be <laughs> weird. So, I don't know. Julie released like, Dreyfus. If you, yes! Julie Dreyfus would be perfect for this. Where she was like, no, no, sir. Like, so, the thing is that, like, men shutting people down is, like... 
oh god, I hate this guy. Yeah, I instantly. Kinda, I kind of hate this guy, and I don't care. I also, I also like immediately don't care mm-hmm. about his vision or what, whatever the fuck he's doing. Yeah, his his backstory and trauma. I'm like, fuck you, asshole. Like, yeah, I mean, he is supposed to be terrible, but, but like, he's too terrible. I need my villains to be like um, Doctor Doom, where you're like, he's terrible, but I have no one in my life like him, so like, I just kind of <laughs> have to like roll with it. But like, Robotnik in this scene is like, is entirely too much like every manager I've ever had. Yeah, like I don't like you, and I also don't like people like you that I know. So like. Right, right. Like, I intentionally, as a grown-up, distance myself from, like, everybody like you. Yes. So, like, fuck you. Indeed. Um, But Robotnik takes over. Um, Varys is the major in charge, and then, like, sends out drones into the environment. Right, he's like, drones! Everywhere drones! Yeah, robots to, like, investigate things. Now, in the uh, video game, Robotnik launched these drones, uh, but they were powered by, like, and little animals trapped in them. And so you would break the drone and like an animal would pop right, out. Right, and then like a fucking chipmunk would just like jump from I remember a lot from of birds. the air. Well, like you would he would just drop down oh, and run so away. Oh, so it was many birds. Many birds and like small mammals. Okay. Well, birds at least can fly. So when you disable them from the sky, <laughs> like they don't instantly drop to their death. Well, I mean, again, it's a video game, so like whatever. Drop damage doesn't do anything else you program do anything. it so. So, um, but he sends his drones out, they find a footprint, and he's immediately able to determine that this is not terrestrial. Like, right. there's he no known species. He is very familiar with every species on Earth. Yeah, he was he's tamed to sm- track by, like, Native American bullshit, like, whatever appropriation we had for that moment. Yeah. Uh, and so he's like, yep, something weird, something new, something different. Uh, we gotta find it and track it down and, like, kill it. Let's do it. Let's get on it. And doesn't his, like, army people, it's like, actually, if you don't kill it, it's better, because we can, like, figure it out. We can take it apart and dissect it and turn it into a weapon, right? Sure, sure, because that's how weapons work. You can just take apart a weapon and be like, oh, this, like, magical goo that this alien was made of. (laughs) Meanwhile, Sonic kind of realizes the gig is up and he's fucked up. And so he's, like, trying to figure out how he's going to pack up and, like, take off and go. And he's got his rings that he's going to use to transport. Right, and he can't go to San Francisco? No, he wants to go to the Mushroom World, I think, is the next on his list. So is but the it's, like, Mushroom bullshit. World a, like, low-key uh, jab to, like, the Mario universe? I believe it is. Because that place is fucking lit, and they should not have been... So, like, oh, you know, the mushroom world where it's, like, great, and there aren't humans, there's just mushrooms. So, listen, if you have, like, dank wood-growing mushrooms, I wouldn't want to go there. If you have the fun mushrooms that makes a plumber think that he's a fucking superhero that can shoot fire and fly because he's a fucking raccoon. This seems great. This seems great. Also, I'm here for morels. What? Uh, The chicken of the woods. They're delicious. Disagree, but I'm he- okay. I'm here for all the mushrooms. Actually, I like mushrooms. I like. I mean, there's like the dank, nasty mushrooms. There's the eatable mushrooms. I'm here for all the eatable mushrooms. There's the psychedelic mushrooms. Also them. So I mean, again, you drug test. So you I mean, I'm here for all the mushrooms. 
Just like I can't partake of all of them. But like I want other people to. Yes. Noted. Because again, go I don't en- get enjoy your life. <laughs> like, so if you're listening and you have a hookup for a good mushroom guy, like, I mean, I don't. Whatever. I'm not gonna judge. I yeah. Mean, but I, I will not partake. Keep that in the DMs, not in the public. Anyway. Anyway, um, but he's freaking out, and he then like takes off with his rings. He breaks into our cop friend's house. And is going to, um... How like, does he find our cop friend? I think... Well, he knows about him. Because he knows he's Donut Lord and his wife is Pretzel Lady. Right. So, so he's they just have been, a, like, watching them. And they're like, they seem cool. Well, they He'll have... take me in. No, I think it's that they have a, uh open shed that he can break into. So he breaks into the shed. And he's going to do his, like, ring thing there and jump through. However, cop... Tom sees him and is, or well, thinks it's raccoons and is like, right. oh, I gotta go, like... Trash pandas! Yeah. He borrows his wife's trank gun, and she's like, uh, he's on the phone with her. He's like, yeah, everything's okay here, but I think the raccoon's here, so I'm gonna go, like, take care of that. She's like, you best not be using my trank gun! He's like, uh... So, are veterinarians allowed to take their trank guns home? I would assume... In Montana? I would assume the rules are I would assume flexible. so. They're just like, you know, bears are everywhere and yeah. shit. You need so many, so much tranks to, like, try to bear. bear. Like, y'all, it's like, cha-cha-cha-cha-cha-cha-cha-cha-cha. Like, there's so much. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's, like, the Jurassic World where they take out a T-Rex with a trank, and I'm like, Fuck. A single trank? Uh, it's, like, basically a hypodermic Coke can. Y'all. Yeah, it does. But then, like, how do you know it's not, like, Ritalin to that guy? And he's all, like, all hyped up. And he all of a sudden can, like, focus and write his dissertation. And You have, like, an Adderall. Murder, murder Adderall. all of you. Yeah, it's, like, Adderall for a... Yeah, I feel like that's not... It's not the... That's not the direction we want to go. It's not the gamble I would do. Is it not? No. Like, Coke Fiend, like... Coke fiend bears? No thanks. Yeah. No thanks. However, <laughs> they're just gonna eat all the blueberry pie. <laughs> so true story. At one true point, story. Um, a a grizzly bear, um, they found, um, had eaten somewhere near fifteen pounds of cocaine. Y'all. That had gotten dropped out of a paint. That is just enough cocaine to like tip off a grizzly bear. And they. So they did the math and they realized he was probably alive for like a little over an hour and a half before his heart fucking exploded. But he was definitively the apex predator of North America during that hour and a half. Y'all. Like, yeah. Can you imagine a coked up A coke-addled grizzly bear? (laughs) Wow. Y'all, there's so much, so much power and so much like the... What you have in your advantage of grizzly bears is they were like they don't care like I about feel like... you specifically, and they are just like whatever. I'm I'm just dealing with my berries and shit, and I'm you like, know gonna catch Sammy salmon and imagine know, the raw energy and competency of like Ron Swanson. Truly, the smartest bears and the dumbest humans. There's a lot of overlap, but also like put on like Christian Bale from American Psycho on top of that. <laughs> And like, I mean, I didn't <sighs> watch American Psycho because I like sleeping, Fair. and you know, I'm not here for horror content. 
I mean, I'm totally fine with people making it. It's just, it's just not for me. Yeah. So anyway, the cop ends up. So Sonic goes into the cop's house, and the cop thinks it's um, raccoon. So he takes the trank gun, goes down to investigate, sees a fucking blue sentient hedgehog and shoots it with a trank gun which, which is valid which i do not blame him like if you have a trank gun and you have a giant blue hedgehog that talks mm-hmm. and so i also would probably trank it yeah also like sonic is trying to throw a ring and ends up throwing a ring into san francisco for some reason how did he have such a clear because like part of it is like you have to imagine he's with, got a like, sheet of paper that clarity like clarity and and depth the place you're going. He's got a sheet of paper that has like symbols and shit on it. So he's like, I assume that if you just focus on the symbols, that's like the Stargate, like key to unlock that it's location. It's like a QR code. Yeah, basically. <laughs> and so he's focusing on that. And so he sees San Francisco. He gets shot by a trank gun. He drops his bag of extra rings into the portal. They land somewhere near the Transamerica building. In San Francisco. In San Francisco, and then Sonic passes out and wakes up in a cage in Tom's kitchen. Right. And Tom's like, the fuck just happened? Like, right, like, what, what are you? What, what are, are you? you who are you? What's happening? He's not addressing Sonic directly. I think he sort of thinks the words he maybe heard Sonic say were, like, stress-induced, and he's just imagining things. Right, he's like, I'm gonna wake up from a colonoscopy, and they're gonna be like, your colonoscopy went great! And I'm gonna be like, thanks, Doc! Fuck yeah, great! Uh, Blue Hedgehog's not a thing. Right, and all of this will be a crazy drug-induced dream. Yeah, and so Sonic wakes up, and he's like, dude, you... What the fuck just happened? And he's like, okay, so you're real, and you're talking, and I'm just like... Hoping for an out, but, like, whatever. Like, I'm going to have to deal with this until I can't. And Sonic's like, you have to help me. And he honestly looks at Sonic and goes, the fuck I don't. Like, I do not help to help you. I don't know where, like. <laughs> right. There's not, there's not any rule where I have to help you. I don't. And so Sonic's like, yeah, but I can't, like, feel my legs. And that's kind of your fault. So, like, let's deal with that when Robotnik shows up. And he's found the footprints. He's traced Sonic to the dude's shed. yeah. And is like, so what What the fuck happened here? Like, can I come in and take some readings? And he's like, are you from the, you're from the electric company? You know my friend. Like, and Robotnik's like, yeah, I know him. He's great. He's fantastic. And as Robotnik walks up, he shuts him down. He's like, listen, I'm a cop. My friend doesn't work for the power company. He works for the gas company. Who the fuck are you? Like, no, you're not yeah, coming you, in my you house. You cannot come in my house. He's like, yeah, but I can because I'm the government and the government can do whatever the fuck we want because we're the fucking government. And I'm like, like, also, that's not the rules. <laughs> but it is the rules. I mean, it's not. I mean, like, so there was a point when I was younger, I thought that like cops could break any laws they wanted to and not have any consequences. And then I got older and I found out that that was not true. Right. And then I got older and I found out that was true. Yeah, with asterisks. Yeah. Especially with brown people involved. Uh, it's not great. It's not great. Put a pin in that. I'm working on it, but I have no platform. <laughs> anyway, true. so true. Robotnik's like, listen, I can come in if I want to. And he's like, well, you can't. And they're kind of having a standoff at the door. 
And Robotnik just pushes the button and all these drones take off. Right, and then he pushes him, like, away and, like, busts in his room. Well, what happens is, as the drones are scanning, Sonic is getting closer and closer to being scanned and he freaks out. Right. And takes off. And so Robotnik... No, he becomes like a ball. Yeah, he takes away. Yeah, and rolls away. And Robotnik hears something happening. He's like, busts through the door. And he's like, I'm going to find it. And there's... There's a fucking raccoon like eating his cake. Like an actual cake. raccoon eating his, like, fuck San Francisco cake. And James Mars is like, okay, well, like, we gotta deal with this shit. But, like, I told you there was nothing weird going on other than a cat coming in through a cat door. A or raccoon a raccoon coming, coming in through a cat, cat door, door. Even though I don't have a cat. Right, so, to eat some cake. To eat some cake. So, like, and he's like. And that. then he was like, do you want some cake? I hear, rab- or I hear raccoons have the cleanest mouths of any species that routinely eat garbage. So I mean, sure. Um. So, what happens next is that like Robotnik is trying to figure out what's going on, and he finds the quill. He finds the quill that um that Sonic left. Sonic left blue quill. And in our cop friend James Marston, instead of like being like yeah i found that shit i don't know what the fuck is going on take that with you and just get out of my fucking house right he's like oh fuck the gig's up dun 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 it all like comes together for him and robotnik starts to like be like okay where is whatever you're hiding i need to know i'm gonna count down from five and if you don't give it to me i'm gonna like do very bad things he starts counting down and before he gets to one um Sonic shows up and is like, hey, it's me. Don't punish this guy. I'm here. Like, you can judge me. And then Tom, the cop, just punches Robotnik in the face and knocks him out. Right. And you're like, well, where did that come from? That didn't help. Yeah. And they escape in like a Ford Ranger. Uh, It's a Toyota. But yes, it's a Toyota. It's a Toyota Tacoma. Um, which is very, like, the Toyota logo is very prominent anyway time <laughs> that this thing is in the scene. Um, and they're, um... And they're like, now we're on the lamb. Yeah, and they're headed for San Francisco to, like, get... Because Sonic's like, listen, I don't know where the fuck my coins went, but it's, like, the only the only thing I recognize from where my coins dropped in is that building that's on your ridiculously tight T-shirt. And he looks out, he's like wearing a Welcome to San Francisco, like, t-shirt. Right, with the skyline and the... Trans-America the gold, building. The Golden Great Bridge. Yeah. Yeah, and he's like, okay, well, we'll go to San Francisco and we'll figure it out. I got some friends down there, which is his wife's sister, who fucking hates Fucking him. hates him. There's, like, so much shade between his uh, wife's sister and him. Like, yeah. so much shade. Like, I 100% would not just travel down to Christmas. I'd be like, cool, you're just never seeing your sister again. Like, you should work on your attitude. Yeah, or I'd be like, fine, you go see your sister and your niece. Like, I get that that's a part of the thing that you need to do. But, like, right, but I'm, I'm not, not going to come. fucking going. No. No, she's not at an all. asshole. She's the worst. So, anyway. And so he's like, And fine, I don't know why. There. Like, James seems like a stand-up guy. James Lesh Tom. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I mean, I have my theories, but like, it basically involves like, you know, she's she's a black woman marrying a white dude. Okay, like, sure. There, there's some tension there. Maybe, maybe, and he's gonna like pull her away from Montana, but like, her family lives in San Francisco, so like, maybe James the, is getting a job. Maybe in San the Francisco. whole reason that he was like, "I'll get a job in San Francisco, and we can be around your family, and we can like 
work on those relations. Maybe, like, but, maybe like... Maybe all of this was for her. Yeah, but it's, at the same time, she's an asshole, so, like, maybe... She's the worst. Gosh. If you're listening, James Marsters' sister-in-law from this movie... Your character is the worst. You're awful. I'm sure, I'm sure you, as a person, are great. But your daughter's awesome. Yes. Anyway, so he's like, all right, we'll go down there. So there's a couple layovers. First off is at, like, a biker bar where there's, like, a whole... It's a cowboy biker bar. Is it? I mean, I Yeah, he wears a cowboy hat. True. But um, the cowboys immediately... Or the bikers immediately identify him as, quote, unquote, hipsters. And a child. And a child. And they're like, you can't have children in this bar. He's like, it's he's actually he's 43 and he's got like a skin condition that makes him look like that. That. And they're like, all right, whatever the fuck. They take they take a lot in stride. I gotta say, this biker bar is very progressive. They're very accepting. Except some of the patrons aren't. Right. But that but the bar in general is like, cool, I'll take your money, whatever. Yeah, which I feel is most establishments. I mean, if I had a bar, that would be my milieu. I'd be like, you got money, you're welcome. Yeah, like, I take all <laughs> comers who have good credit. Like, Absolutely. Do you pay in cash? Do yeah. you pay in cash? Fucking like, you're 100% welcome here. Have a seat. Right. Like, I don't judge your lifestyle, no, your relationships. None of that. Like, like, can you pay for your drink? Like, you're welcome here. I'm not checking the genitalia of your significant others or even oh. their species. This I is so, that's so dumb. I don't care about any of that shit. The check clears? Have some tater tots. Right. Or a beer. Right. Or whatever you tater want. Tater tots and beer. Yeah. Anyway, I'm, I am I feel like that's not a progressive statement, but like, apparently it, it's it is. It's a real capitalistic statement. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so there's a whole scene where they get progressively awkward and weirder and weirder until it results in a fight, which Sonic reserve, resolves by, like, turning into Just, like, a being flash. the shit out of everyone. Yeah, because he can move really fast and tie people up and, like... Like, he becomes, like, a whirling dervish of, yeah. like, kick-ass. Yeah. And so he does that, and he manages to get the James Marsters out there real quick, and they take off again. Robotnik, though, is like, well, judging by the vehicle they're in, the weather and the time of day and, like, whatever the fuck he's putting into his equation, they should be around here so he's able to chase them down and send some sort of fucking tank after them? Sure. Yeah. And this is where, like, they're driving the road in a tank and he's, or in a truck, this tank comes after him and Sonic's like, I'm going to take care of this shit. Knocks it over and is like gloating, like, yeah, I took yeah, out the bitch. tank. Fuck you. Like, deuces. I got mm-hmm. this tank out. And then, like, a smaller tank falls out of the tank and starts chasing them. And they're like, oh, shit. Tiny shit. tank. <laughs> so they, they get back in the truck and then they try to take it out again. And they take it out again. And then a smaller tank falls out of that. Right, it's a Russian dolls of tank. And then they take that one out, and a smaller little drone comes out. It's a little baby one. Drone, which they take out, and then like this little super tiny bomb is attached to Sonic, and they've got to take it out. But like they, it's sticky, and so like they're throwing it and trying to get away with it. And then Sonic finally glues it to a rock and runs away, and he's like, "Ha! Ah, finally!" And it explodes. James Marsters gets knocked down. Sonic gets knocked out. And he's like, oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck, 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 fuck. What do I do? This creature that I just met 12 hours ago is gravely injured. And he's not human, but I feel strangely responsible for his well-being. So, therefore. Right. We're bonded. We're, we're bonded, bonded here now. So, I must take him to my 
my wife, who is a vet. Right, to get him fixed. To get him fixed. So he rolls in to San Francisco with an unconscious blue space hedgehog. Giant space hedgehog. Truth. And um, rolls up, is like, he walks in the front door and he's like, um, so. Is his wife in San Francisco? She's in San Francisco. That's where her sister lives. Why is she in San Francisco when they lived in Montana? She's visiting her sister. Okay. With Ozzy, the dog. She brings the dog and her. Like you do. Right. To visit her sister. It might be like her dog. She might have come into the relationship with Ozzy. Right. It's her dog. Okay. I get that. I mean, that's fair. But anyway, so he walks in the front door and the sister's like, fuck you. What the fuck are you doing here? You cannot come in here. And his wife's like, okay, so you're on the news and they're looking for you. And what the fuck is going on? Right. And he's like, uh, I'm not really clear on all that's going on. But I like, mean, I'm I here. did travel from like Montana to San Francisco, but like it's a free country. So like. So I can do what I want. Yeah. And so like, I don't know what's going on, but like, also, I need your help with an animal type thing like, also, situation. Also, can you come see me outside real fast? Actually, he's inside with Sonic wrapped in a blanket. And Ozzy is trying to pull the blanket off Sonic and succeeds in doing so. And so he's holding this blue hedgehog. Who's like the size of a toddler. And his sister's like, the fuck. Which truly, that is Is a reasonable response to uh, the situation at hand. Mm Mm-hmm. And so he's like, all right, so yeah, this is a thing. We need to figure out what's going on here. Like, can you help me with this thing? And his wife's like, I'm a vet, but what the ever loving fuck are you holding? Like, what is going on? And she's like, he's like, uh. I think it's an alien hedgehog. She's like, that does not make it better. And so. His sister-in-law passes out, and they end up tying her to a chair, which is a little thing. With, like, a rope. Like, just, like, a... Bungee cords and, like, Bungee straps. cords and, uh, like, a jump rope. Like, there's no point at which she couldn't just, like, stand up and, like, shimmy out of the chair situation. But she's like, oh, this is my new life. It's yeah. fine. Be- but I also understand being that fucking tired. Where you're like, I have a preteen... Fuck all of this. Like, if no one is asking me things, like, I will just sit here. Mm-hmm. And so Robotnik had, meantime, figured out he'd gone to the, the biker bar and interrogated them and also used that as, like, a step to be like, all right, so they're headed this direction. They're going yes. this way. I predict they're in San Francisco for reasons because he's for super reasons, smart. because he's very smart. And so he's going to go there. And at one point, he Robotnik is in his... um lab doing like this whole dance routine do you remember that do were you there for that right is that to where, blitzkrieg bop no it's to where evil grows right not blitzkrieg bop no not at so all so sad it also is very obvious that this whole scene was meant to be viewed in 3d but of course we right didn't. on our tiny tv we did not <laughs> i mean our tv's like 55 inches it's not tiny but it's not but like, it's not like 3d i mean like I feel like I'm defending some sort of manhood thing here. Like, 55 inches is a completely average it's, size. It's fine. It's, it's fine. I mean, the the third honestly, dimension is Honestly, 3D adequate. is too much. 3D is too much. Is it? Yes. I don't need it ever. 
Are you just saying that to make me feel better? No. <laughs> Are you sure? 3D is trash. I don't need it. You don't need until, like until it gets way better. So you need like one dimension, which is the the. I mean, I don't need one dimension because one dimension is like truly a dot. There is not like okay. length. Well, I and... mean. Uh, width. So, I would like length and width, thank you. I do not need depth at all. At all? At all. Oh, well, the good news. <laughs> That's a very and delightful my TVs. In my TVs. Oh, 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 yeah, that too. Right. Good news. Right. So, anyway, um, but he's he's figuring out, like, where things are going, and it's just weird. It's a weird dance number with Jim Carrey. Chewing the absolute fuck out of scenery. Oh my god. He's overacting to a degree in which I have not seen him overact. Since the mask. Since the mask. Since, like, smoking. Like. But you know what? Jim Carrey, if you're listening, fuck yeah. I I will say, Jim Carrey in a series of unfortunate events. Yes. Similar. Also choose the hell out of all the scenery. And like, you know what? Honestly. That's Jim Carrey at his best. Jim, you were not meant for subtlety. You're not. You're not. You know what? Let's stop trying to be a dramatic actor and like. Steer into the be skin. Be weird and funny. And just do what you do. Right. And I will, I will fucking enjoy everything you do where it's completely. I mean, maybe not everything, but. Yeah. Maybe it's not It's more everything. likely. So. Anyway, um, back of the house, um, his wife is like, I don't know what the fuck this thing is. He's and Jim and Tom's like, he says he's a hedgehog. He's like, wait, back up. He talks, he speaks. Yeah, way yeah. too fucking yeah, much. like all the fucking time. And he's like, okay, and he's like, well, like, can you crack some smelling salts maybe and like wake him up? And she's like, I don't have smelling salts in my veterinary. First aid For kit. alien hedgehogs. And he's like, well, do you have it, like, in your human first aid kit? She's like, fine, I do. Who has smelling salts in their human first aid kit? I think, honestly, we might. What? That's yeah. crazy. I don't think we do. Uh, I do not think we I do. I don't think so. Well, generally, also, we are... So, smelling salts were of an age where, like, there were fainting couches and stuff. Right. Like, now I'm here we- for the fainting couch, uh, but I'm not here for, like, the corsets, which induced it, or the patriarchy. Which induced the corsets. <laughs> which also, yeah, which induced that and the, and, yeah. Yeah. Fair. I'm not, I'm not here for, like, looking at my wallpaper and slowly going crazy because of the patriarchal bullshit I live in. And also the arsenic. Like, no thanks. But Mercury. Yeah. Mercury. It was Mercury, I guess. Yeah. There's a lot it was, of it was pretty. I mean, honestly, we've done a lot for environmental science that prevents things, but we have not done nearly enough against the patriarchy. It's true. It's so, true. So I mean, like, let's call it like at best a twenty five percent win. I will give you that. Okay. Um Anyway, we figured out not to make wallpaper out of like arsenic and mercury. <laughs> yeah. So she but cracks. But we have not figured out how to give women like pockets and equal pay. I feel like none of this is hard. I fucking support pockets in everything I do, but and I, equal pay. Well, I mean, I don't pay any 
fucking individual other than like <laughs> a couple of chores, but I give our daughter the same page our sons it's get. It's true. It's true. That's the best I can provide at this point. We don't exactly have employees. No, that's not something I can provide. Mm-hmm. And I do like help the one lady that I have some sort of like interaction with them in my job to be like this is how much i make <laughs> fyi <laughs> fyi you do with that information as you will right you can make just as much i I'm, promise i'm not gonna ask you how much you make but also i'm not gonna fault you for like flipping off my employer and going to make more right a hundred percent like you do you if you need a reference call me it's the best i have Ladies, I'm trying. Anyway, back anyway. to this movie. So she snaps. <laughs> we got we got here from fucking smelling salts. Smelling salts. She cracks a smelling salt, wakes him up, and he's like, "Gotta go fast!" and runs around. And he's like, "Whoa!" He gets the zoomies. Yeah, he does a hundred percent. Like a dog. Yeah, and he's like, "What the fuck just happened?" And he's like, "All right, plot dump." Right. He's like, "Oh, is it the future? Is the Rock president?" <laughs> yeah, that was my favorite little throwaway line. Uh, and he's like, no, no, we're in San Not Francisco. Yet. Oh, fantastic. I need to get to San Francisco because my shit's in San Francisco. We need to get to the top of Transamerica Tower. And he's like, all right, we'll get you there. And let's go. And we can borrow my sister-in-law's car because she's not using it. She's tied to the church. She's like, fuck no. He's like, it'll be fine. <laughs> that is a great conversation. So they take her Subaru mm-hmm. to downtown San Francisco and park within line of sight of the San Francisco, like, Transamerica I mean, building. Maybe it was, like, a Sunday night. Well, I mean, I also feel like they could have parked a lot closer. Yeah. I mean, you would think so until you drive to San Francisco. Fair. <laughs> and then you're like, oh, where am I going to park? Yeah, it turns out. Well, they just, like, pull up on a curb. Like, what? I've only been to San Francisco once. <laughs> I've been there once. But... They uh they pull up close to the San Francisco, like, the Transamerica building in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. And Sonic just, like, runs out, comes back. He's like, yeah, it turns out the, the roof is locked. Oh, his bags are on the roof? His bag's on the roof of a building next to the Transamerica building. But he can't get to it. This dude can run up fucking walls. Right, why doesn't he run up the outside of the building? Right. Run up the outside of the building, like, do a little hang, and right. then, like, jump on and be like, hey, cool, got my He's bag. Like, no, I gotta use the stairs, like a law-abiding citizen. Yeah. So they come up with a plan where James Marsters walks in and is like, hey, I'm a cop, there's a jumper on your roof, you need to do it. And the secretary at the bottom of the stairs is just like, you're from Oregon? Montana. Like, Montana. And you came here for a jumper? He's like, yeah, that's how serious it is. And you can just see the moment where she's just like, fuck, I don't even care. Right. They don't pay me enough for any of this bullshit. She like, slides a key card across right. and like, you, here's your access to the you have your You have your badge, like, sure, here. Like, literally, I will, like, if anybody asks any fucking questions, I'm just going to be like, you show me I don't know if he had a badge and you pay me minimum wage. Like, so, sorry. Like, also, I'm off at 4.30. Bye. Bye. So they go up, well, they get on the elevator. While they're waiting for the elevator, two people walk up the side, and Sonic is in a duffel bag, like, whining. And one of the people waiting for the elevator is like, is there, is your child in that bag? And James Marks is like, oh, no, I mean, it's not my child. And somehow, 
They don't call the fucking cops All immediately. All of this is fine. This is fine. All of this is that fine. That was an adequate excuse. Right. It's not my child, so it's fine. And there's a whole conversation of like, oh, he's he loves it in there. And he's like, why would I love it in here? It's worse than the dog cage you put me in before. Yeah. And he's like, oh, he's such a kidder. Right. So, But they somehow managed to get to the top of the um, roof, and they grab the bag, and Sonic's like, great. Fantastic. I'm going to throw this ring and I'm going to be like on my way to the mushroom planet, to the mushroom planet. And it sucks. But like, whatever the fuck, like it's better than being I don't think chased. it sucks. I think it's fucking awesome. Again, depends on your experience and preference for shrooms. You're right. Like in all possible iterations. And like he's got a he's like there's a whole health heartfelt like if I don't go, everyone here is in danger. Like and. No one, this doesn't need to be said. Like, we all understand this. Like, Sonic, go, go, get on the way. Like, right. just like, do, do your thing. Do your thing. Let's do this. But he dithers and talks, and they have whole conversations. Right. Him and Tom have like a whole heartfelt, like, thing. Also, to her credit, um, Tom's wife, the vet, is like standing over the shoulder, like, like, can we just end this? Like, can we just, like... She is, like, patience of Job. Truly. Yeah. I would have been so... Over this bullshit. Over this bullshit. And she's like, do you see how I'm very calm and not freaking out right now? Like, she does call that out. At, literally call that out at one point. She's like, I'm real freaking out. And he's like, oh, you're the best, babe. Love you. Kiss, kiss. Yeah, and, like, Sonics is like, thanks for saving my life. And he goes to flip the coin, and he flips the coin, and it hits one of Robotnik's drones. Dun, dun, dun! And so it's not able to deploy. And so Sonic picks it up, he's like, oh, fuck. Now it's time to have a war with Robotnik. Right. And so they have, like, a whole standoff, and they kind of make fun of Robotnik in, like, kind of a demeaning, like, personal way. Mm-hmm. Where it's like kind of feels bullying, which is part I mean, of his character. I mean, of Sonic's character for sure. Sure, and um, they at one point these drones are swerving around, and um, Sonic does say, "Your eggs are very pretty, Mister Eggman," which is like a really nice cut to the Sonic universe. Right, because Mr. Robotnik was Mr. Robotnik. Dr. Dr. Robotnik. He went to Robotnik school um, in Japan. But for some reason, in the American market, they made him Mr. Eggman. Yeah. Or Dr. Eggman. But it also was not entirely consistent. Like, he was Robotnik and some and Eggmans and others. It was... Right, but, you know, whatever. He was bald. He had a crazy mustache. That's all you needed to know. Localization is weird, y'all. Anyway. um, So, they're trapped on this roof, and Robotnik is going to kill them. Or capture them, or whatever. It's not really clear. Right, do his thing. And so, Sonic's like, well, only one thing to do. And he pushes the fucking couple, like, the cop and the vet... Off the roof. Off the roof. Thinking he's going to fight Robotnik and also save them because he's that he's fast. He's very fast. But he didn't count on one thing. Dun, dun, dun. Robotnik had taken the quill and, like, incorporating it into his, like, airplane thing. Mm-hmm. So now Robotnik can move at sonic speed. 
Because all it takes is a quill. Uh, it's got lim- unlimited power, we learned earlier. So infinity divided by whatever the fuck you got is still infinity. Sure. So he's able to start chasing Sonic. Sonic does manage to kind of like throw a ring in front of the couple, the happy couple, and teleports them to green, uh, green hill, green hills in Montana. And they land in a like saw patch, like a straw patch. And it's on a farm. And the farmer's like, Hey, good news. You guys are here. Like, Hey, uh, Tom, I need you to deliver this calf. I'm like, First off, Tom's wife is a fucking vet. Right. Why don't they have her deliver the calf? Because patriarchy? Because patriarchy. Sure, patriarchy. Like, Or maybe she's like above delivering calves now. Maybe. Maybe she's like, that's some small potatoes bullshit. Maybe. Don't call me unless your animals have like, like cancer. Distress. <laughs> but like, also, I feel like if... Tom and his veterinarian wife show up in my barn while my cow is delivering a calf. I'm going to be like, hey, you vet. Right. Right. Unless she charges Does she more. Does she even get a name? What's her name? I don't remember. She does have a name. It's a great name, I'm sure. But it's only used like four times. That sounds good. So there's a whole supersonic chase through San Francisco because Robotnik then takes off after Sonic. Right. And it's at sonic speeds so like they're running through corners and doing crazy shit right it's all it's all the super fast but san francisco is effectively paused um but at one point sonic is able to throw a ring across like all these other places of earth like at one point they're in the great wall they're in the great pyramids of egypt they're like all over the planet but the ultimate end point of all of that is green hills oh okay and they end up in green hills not far off and they're on the main street in some sort of weird standoff right okay sure and um cop is like you know our cop and top monsters is able to use one of the rings because, like, Sonic gets kind of knocked out. So he's one of the rings to, like, jump onto the back of Robotnik's vehicle and, like, okay. punch him in the face again. Right. Second time he has punched Robotnik in the face. And um, then Robotnik takes this one a little bit better and ends up kind of, like, shaking him off and throwing him to the ground. But, like, the rest of the town shows up to, like, defend their sheriff. Right. Which is Tom. Yeah. And also, like, Crazy Carl shows up and is like... I told you that blue devil who's unconscious in the middle of the road was real. And like, also I have a chainsaw and like Wayne, the other cop is like, yeah, maybe like let's chill on the chainsaw. Not like, so much with the chainsaw. Like, I don't still trust you as a sentient and like rational human. So like, let's chill. Yeah. Maybe no chainsaw. Um, but Sonic's in the middle of the road and he looks rather not alive. He looks pretty dead. Is there a Robotnik who's like, you should get some ice. Yeah, like, like pack that up. The body. But like, then Tom is like, but yeah, I'm here to defend my friend. And as soon as he calls Sonic his friend, Sonic wakes the fuck up and is like all Super Saiyan. Like, do you catch the reference? No. It's a Dragon Ball Z thing. Sure. He's glowing. He's bristling with energy. And Sonic's like, I have a friend. I can conquer all. 
Yeah, exactly. Friendship and love is the thing. Friendship He's is magic. Super glowy. He like is like reaches out and takes the power pack from the quill that's powering Robotnik's robot mm-hmm. drone thing. And he's like, oh, yeah. This belongs to me, motherfucker. I'm going to kick your fucking ass. Throws a ring. The ring is the mushroom world. And he punches Robotnik's... He punches Robotnik into the mushroom world. Into the mushroom world. And then the world closes. So he's stuck over there. Right. And then he takes the ring. Yep. He's like, I'm done now. Yep. And so... Yay. And then denouement. Yeah. So first denouement is that Tom and his wife decide to, to stay in Montana, stay up in Green Hills, and they're going to do things. Just live their life in their little town. And that like being important to a hundred people is good enough. And yep. that I don't need to be, you know, vaguely associated with millions of people. Right. Being super important to a hundred is better. Right. Which or it's just as good. Just as good. And as they're, like, painting their house and getting ready for whatever the fuck they're getting ready for. Right, for their being, life. Also being kind of cute and, like, couple No, they're very cute and couple Like, I'm here for them as a couple. Yeah, they general. actually work out. Um, some military dude knocks on the door is like, hey, just wanted to say thank you from your government for keeping quiet about all that bullshit that almost killed you shits. Like. Right. Not that we care about you. But not that we like, care about you. But, like. Thanks. Don't say anything ever. Here's a little cute. Here's a little appreciation of our thing. Here's a tiny, you know, like whatever of our uh, gratitude. And it is a uh, Olive Garden gift card. For $50. For $50. And it's like, if you've ever seen their uh, endless possible, it never ends. Yeah. So like, also there are like really scattered Olive Garden references. Yeah. Like, uh... The sister of the wife was like, I'm supposed to check your, said like, my sister said I'm supposed to check your phone for like dating apps. And he's like, I don't have any apps on my phone, except for the ones that came with them. Except for the Olive Garden app. Because <laughs> when you're here, you're family. <laughs> yeah. Like, so it was kind of a weird, maybe possibly corporate tie-in with Olive maybe, Garden. I don't know. Maybe. And the military general was like, yeah, it's like some good shit right there. Right. The possible never ends. It's amazing. And they're just like. I mean. Thank you for this very tiny gesture. Like, you represent a military industrial complex that moves trillions of dollars, yeah. and you're throwing me 50 Literally bucks. $50 to Olive Garden is what you could come up with. <sighs> Whatever. But thank you. I will eat that unlimited possible. Also, the general's, like, totally looking around the door, like, where's Sonic? And they're mm-hmm. like, he's not here. Like, I right, don't know. Right, we haven't heard from him since the altercation. And as soon as they close the door, he pops out from behind the couch. He's like, like you can come out now. And he's like, oh, cool. And there's, like, wide fucking open windows to the front of the house. Right. So they've adopted an interplanetary sea species, which they have to keep quiet from the government. No problem. No problem. All of this will completely end in happy ever after. Right. And they, um, they do whatever. I mean. Right. And they're like, you should go home now. And he was like, I mean, whatever. Sure. Like, you're making me go home to my he's- cave. And they're like, no, like, your cave. And they, like, pull their... Uh, attic and they like transformed their whole attic into a sonic cave yeah it had all the because they knew so much about sonic's like home planet well he had a little like weird like cave outside of town i guess they found and they moved his furniture into that their attic so he could hang out 
with them. And he has, like, a big screen TV and some bean bags and, like, shit. He's like, I'm home now! And they're like, yeah, fuck yeah, Yeah, great. bean bags. Bean bags is what makes a home. Yeah, I mean, Which, I mean, I'm... I'm, I'm not going to say bag. they're wrong because, like, we currently have some bean bags and a big screen TV in our basement for our children. <laughs> and they love it. And they are like, yes! So, like, the credits start rolling, and as the credits roll, they stop. Mm-hmm. And we go to see Robotnik, who is on the mushroom planet. Who is and on first the off, mushroom planet. His mustache has gone from, like, artfully curly to, like, super it's big crazy. and bushy. Yeah, and he's somehow lost all of his hair. And he's, like, was shaving his head at one point in, like, a general Kurtz kind of thing? I don't know if he's shaving it or if he's, like, doing, like, an oil cleanse where I don't he, like, know. scrapes it with, like, a curved uh, piece of metal like Let's the Romans it. did. Yeah, I mean, it's got sort of, like, a heart of darkness kind of, like, vibe to it. Mm-hmm. It's not great. Uh, but he's, like, I'm going to come back and I'm going to get that fucking rodent because he destroyed my life. And I'm, like, eh, you're not wrong. Did you have that much of a life, though? Yeah. So anyway, he just kind of is shaving his head. And then he's like in Robotnik mode. And you're like, okay, well. He's like making like server noises. Like, yeah. And it's like, all right, well, there's the sequel plot. Cool. Except we're never going to get a sequel because this movie kind of wasn't great. The internet said this movie was okay. And I'd like, really? This is okay? This yeah. is okay? And. Well, okay, so we're not done 20, yet. 2020? We're not done yet, because what happens is there's more credits, and the credits stop again, and, like, a portal opens up, and fucking Tails, from, like, three sequels later of the video game, okay, pops, pops out, through. and is like, I found him. He's here. Like... Yeah, so, so many breadcrumbs. Yeah, so, so many different directions sequels could go are, like, laid out in the end credits, while they're like having like super emo like pop hipster music right, like playing hip- hipster credits and then that kind of ends and then they go into like the actual like legit credits mm-hmm. and i'm like pick a lane people none of those are uh coolio or the ramones and so i was very sad truth so what the fuck did we learn from this fucking train wreck of a movie um nostalgia We'll always get things done. Yeah. I mean, with enough old, middle, like, millennials running around. Like, very elder millennials, very young Gen X, like. We, I mean, people think that we'll watch anything, and honestly. We did watch it. We did watch it. My kids watched it. It was, oh, man. But, like, I hold my movies to a higher standard. Yes, and my video games, actually. Proof, truth, forsooth. Forsooth. But, like, I don't know. Family is what you make it. Ohana means family. Nothing when gets the. I feel like them. this is no. what we learn in every movie. <laughs> like, family is what you made it. <laughs> like, you know, choose so your own family. <laughs> which, like, is not wrong. It's not wrong. If it's your not family wrong. is broken or non-existent or terrible, like... Like, go make your own family. Make there your own family. Are, there are people out there who will love you. And fight for it. And Absolutely. Like, like, do it. And, like, I will be your family. A hundred percent. Like, if you're out there and you're listening, you're like, I don't know who my family is. Like, I'll be your family. Yeah, call me. Like, I will come to my table and I will make you eat vegetables. And I will, you know, like, give you a hug real awkwardly. And you'll be like, oh, my God. And, like, I'll show up at your graduation and be, like, overly proud and emotional. 100%. I will, like, ball. 
and yeah. embarrass you in front of all your friends. Like, whatever you need. Yeah, like... I will I'll do for you. For your... I'll be your mom. No problem. Or I'll just be, like, passively aggressive and be like, oh, you're going out in that. Mm-hmm. 100%. I'm yeah, like, I, I will judge you for, for like very insignificant behaviors, but also like validate you in the general scope of your right. life. Right, like, hundred percent. I will. Off. I will support you for very big things, and then like very small things. I'll be like, you're you're using that rice for this recipe. Hmm. Hmm. Not what I would do. Right. I'm just saying. Well, anyway, basmati would be a much better choice. How, however, you want to feel loved. Yeah, I like will, I will help you. Or if you just need me to, like, just, you know, be like, whatever. <laughs> if you want to explain to me how you make money and me be like, that seems great. <laughs> if you need me I to, can do that. If you need me to, like, figure out some repair on my car that you can, that I can do while you hold that lamp awkwardly. Yes. And be like, my forearms are on fire. But higher. Higher. Yeah, a little higher. Yes. And also hand me this wrench. Hand me the wrench. Hand me the 10 millimeter. That's not the 10 millimeter. Yes. 10 millimeter. 10. It says 10 on the handle. Yeah. Like, I'm here for you. <laughs> Whatever it means. All that to say, everyone can make their own family. Yes. And if you need a family, give us a call. I'll be your family. Absolutely. I love you. Yeah. All 10 of my <laughs> listeners. All 10 of my listeners. We love you. If you need family, we're here for you. And if that guy from Finland. <laughs> Please bear responsibly. Please bear responsibly. <laughs> <laughs>